Hey, hello. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Ones in Podcast. I am Dry Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. So hot in this room. E. Hello. And in person, once again, the fan favorite, the one everybody keeps asking for, the one who hasn't been on the show in ages. Yeah. No. It's just Sam. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yay, yay, Sam. Yay. Yeah, the internet's honestly Hi. gotten way better. It's It feels like Sam's in the room. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. crazy. Like, it's almost like she's using, like, not a headset. It's almost like she's, like, on a real mic and, like, right here with us. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> uh, today, we watched National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Came out in 1989. It is actually the third vacation film, the first, of course, being National Lampoon's Vacation, the second being National Lampoon's European Vacation, the third Christmas Vacation, and the fourth is Las Vegas Vacation, I believe. Um, the fifth is uh, Vietnam. The, reboot. the fifth is actually National Lampoon's Vacation again. You went for a joke, and it exists. And the sixth <laughs> is... Um, Doesn't exist. Thank you. National, in the Apocalypse. Yeah, National Lampoon's disaster movie. Disaster movie. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt about that quality. There's like two good jokes in the reboot. The only... I What I assume is one of the only good jokes is the one I thought was going to be in the original way back when we watched this. Yeah, the one that like... The, the attractive lady in the car and then hit by a thing. Yeah, yeah. that's in the reboot. I think we may have talked about that. I don't we, really We talked remember. about that when, uh, way back, episode 16. I thought it was last year. <laughs> yeah, I thought that we had done it in 2021 as well, because I was like, I know we watched a bunch of depressing stuff, and we're like, Robbie, you need to bring something funny. And so we, he brought that, and we all had a good time. Yeah, it, but I, it was apparently one of our first episodes, and we yeah, listened to the end of it today to get some uh, a recap on our opinions, because Robbie's like, you all hated it. Um, <laughs> and I was like, we did not, so we had to listen to it again, and it sounds like an early episode. Yeah, yeah, it definitely does sound like an earlier yeah. episode. Yeah. Uh, spoilers for that episode, because no reason to really go back that far to watch <laughs> our stuff. Uh, we all gave it a seven. Sam wasn't here. Sam yeah. was not here. So we now have a vital female perspective on the <laughs> National Lampoon's comedy series. What people have been requesting since day one is, can you do National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation with the female perspective in mind. And we're, we finally have the technology to deliver. We, after so many years, we've worked very hard to get to this point. Uh, it's been work. me and James Cameron just going head on yeah. day after day. James Cameron was like, if we don't have it in 4K, Ultra HD, Ultra Dolby, Omega seats that like tickle your butthole while you watch it, I'm not in... Well, it's it, the reason why you need it to tickle your butthole <laughs> is because we have the whole 10-minute segment where we talk about tickling buttholes, and we really want you to feel what it's like yeah. to have your butthole tickled so, during that. Yeah, so uh, everyone who can afford the special Avatar 3 seat, go ahead and get him. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we watched National National Movie Christmas Vacation. Um, if you would like to watch that before you listen to the rest of this episode, the, rush, rush. the Rashomon of this episode, uh, you can do that on Netflix if you just have any sub on there, uh, US Netflix anyway. Um, and then it is three ninety nine to rent on Vudu, YouTube, Google Play, and Amazon. And that's 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 oh, lot. it's also an hour and thirty seven minutes long. Right, PG thirteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
for mild sexuality and language. I'm going to say that rating is a little low. PG-13? Yeah. For yeah. which part? All the cursing. Uh, there's almost... Most of, well, mostly there's all the cursing. Stuff. They say fuck like four times. I think that gets you an R. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. The What's stuff the 90s on, hit? The stuff on Disney Plus right now is actually more crude than this. Yeah, but that's Disney. They get they like pay off people. Yeah, no, they have millions better. of dollars yeah. to not pay their VFX artists. I don't just think pay off the ratings. the uh, magazine National Lampoon had that kind of money. Not at this point. At a certain point in the nineties, absolutely. Maybe. At this point, no. <laughs> I mean, it was like them and Mad were some of the biggest magazines, right? Yeah, and uh, National Lampoons went on to just be a huge production house. Ended up even doing the uh, American Pie stuff and all kinds of. They were huge, and then and then they're really not now. Um, same with Mad, kinda. Yeah, yeah actually, yeah. same with Mad. I would say one is more well known than the other, though. Maybe Mad is maybe known as that thing that was in the nineties. Uh, it lasted a bit. It had like a bunch of random because it had Mad TV yes. in like early two thousands or nineties. One of those nineties early. It was nineties and early two thousands. Yeah, and then in the twenty tens, there was the Mad Cartoon on mm. Cartoon Network. Yeah, so I think it has like that double nostalgia hit. In the next couple, in these decades, yeah, yeah, and then like fair. it'll fall off. Whereas National Lampoon, I think, had these, and then it kind of, uh, for people who like knew it as National Lampoon, period, yeah, um, didn't have that. One thing that a lot of people don't really realize is Mad TV gave us uh, Key and Peel. Uh, they were writing partners and like sketch partners on some of the later seasons of that, mm-hmm. and their stuff was like the only stuff that hit in those later seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they went off to be insanely successful in both their own merits but yeah um now they have a movie well one of them does yeah jordan peele yeah nope he has three three movies it's like yeah get out us nope (laughs) the perfect sentence yeah get us out (laughs) nope (laughs) uh but before we really talk about christmas vacation i want to know what's happening in people's lives we're gonna start with robbie oh boy i'm first again um Robbie, what's happening in your life? Any any major events? I don't know about major events. Like a couple things here and there have happened. Um, I don't know if I told you that my AC was on the fritz again. Is I, it snowing again? Yeah. It, well, I was doing that thing. Like if I don't unplug it, then yeah, it would start snowing again. I don't uh, know why that's a complaint. Yeah, because <laughs> it's nice, free honestly. on. Yeah, you get well, a little cancer. <laughs> you get a little cancer, but you get like a nice chilly breeze. But like the thing is, if you keep it on for too long, it just freezes over itself, and then it just doesn't blow any air at all. It just Freezes mm. more. So you have to be careful with how much snow you eat. Yeah, pretty much. You have a snow cone machine built in. That's like another $300, <laughs> yeah, you can I like think, actually. Go, go into your hallway that definitely would fit an entire stand and just sell totally, snow cones. Yeah. <laughs> you guys see my apartment. I could totally fit a snow cone machine in yeah. there. Yeah, I think they'd like it too. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was on the fritz again, so I had to like do the whole unplugging thing. Um, I did talk to maintenance about it because like the guy's like, oh yeah, I just pressed some buttons to get it to work again. And I was like, hey, like what was the combination of bre- uh, buttons you got to make it work again? And he's like, I don't know. I just started pressing random buttons. <laughs> it's like, okay, cool. And so for like the last two weeks, I just had like during the hottest time of the year, basically, my AC has been acting up on me. You didn't want and to just start pressing random buttons? I did and it didn't do anything to change it. Uh, but randomly today, it just started working again. <laughs> you like, pressed the random right buttons last time. Uh, apparently. Uh, I just, I like that, like, you know, they kind of had that, like, air of, like, they did something the first time. Like, yeah. they finished it and they're like, oh yeah, we hit the right combination. 
and that just dropped like no, the curtain yeah he down. Li- they I even literally <laughs> i went to the guy and i was like hey like could you t- let me know what happens because i don't want to have to call you guys every single time this happens and he's like oh i just hit random buttons until it started working <laughs> Okay. That's what they pay him the big bucks for. Yeah, yeah I it. guess so. Because <laughs> I told him about that. And he's like, yeah, just like let it run for a little while. It should fix itself kind of thing. And then, yeah, like two weeks later, like out of nowhere, because I just went to go plug it back in after I cleaned my apartment to like get some air moving around and everything. And it didn't just like the compressor didn't start up right away. So like, yeah, apparently my AC unit is just a temperamental bitch. <laughs> Good. Good. That's what you want when literally the entire world is melting right now. Right. And right. also with what Ravi pays for his apartments. That too. And that that too. <laughs> I mean, it's actually one of those things like a couple of weeks ago, uh I don't know who and I don't know why, but someone stuck gum to my car and it Ooh. yeah, I didn't think about it too much and oh, I was like, oh, "I'll deal with it later." And then the next day it was like in the hundreds, oh, which no. is why it looks like like you you seen like that little white mark that looks like bird poop on there? Yeah, that's gum. <laughs> Why? Good. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's how hot it's been around here. Your paint's just gone there, then. Huh? Oh yeah. It's, I mean, if you just wait until it's winter again, it will freeze, and then you can just <laughs> yeah. And then I could <laughs> just take an ice pick to it; it'll be fine. Uh, other than that, uh, did a lot of driving today. In I thought particular. you were going to say drugs. No, <laughs> he does drugs every day. You see the amount of caffeine this man intakes. That's true. If he didn't drink that much caffeine, I'm worried he would just fall over. You're not wrong. <laughs> But, well, part of the reason why I needed caffeine is because I did a lot of driving around today, but you guys know that. My mom came by to visit, yeah. came by and said hi to you guys. Yeah. and Not me. Well, not you, but... <laughs> not you! You know, you know what you did. <laughs> I did insult her by saying uh, Nightmare on Elm Street was quite hilarious. It's great. That movie's fantastic. <laughs> You're a heathen. But no, she came by to basically say hi. We had an aunt who had a birthday today. So I got a, and she got lost in town. So I had to help guide her around because she got the bright ass idea that like, oh, well, you know, I don't need a GPS. I've been to his house before. And then I get a call 15 minutes later going, where do you live again? Like, Is that the mall all the way on the other side of town? Yeah. Like she was 20 minutes away from my apartment. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that happened today. Uh, other than that, I think, like, the only big thing is I'm um, getting a little bit better at, like, I guess getting my free time after I get off of work um, prepared because I've finally gotten past the first season of Twin Peaks. You did it. Yeah, I did that. And then I also beat The Last of Us 2, finally. You did it. Yeah, I did Finally. It. Which, yeah, that one took quite some time. That's a long game. Yeah, it's so, like, with con- so it was Robbie who didn't play Control until all of us four until he beat it. So now I have to play The Last of Us 2 so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. If you could get through the first 30 minutes of Last of Us 1 and feel like you have an experience on your hands, I would be more than happy to sit there and watch you play that for a stream, E. That would Are be... you sure? Yes. yes. If, you, if, if you legitimately get through that first 30 minutes and you're like, I'm interested in this game, I want to play it, I will happily sit there and be frustrated watching you play this game. <laughs> Yeah, because you're gonna. It's gonna be like, hey, dry. Can you like use this rope as like a lasso? It's like, no, that's not how. And I'm just yeah. kind of like throwing it. <laughs> uh, I guess I was gonna say because I figured dry is gonna want to talk about it at some point in time. Maybe on the stream tonight, we'll talk more about it. Yeah. Um, so in, in the past, uh, at this point, when this episode is up, we have done. Our, we have finished our fighting game extravaganza, or our platform fighting yeah, game extravaganza. Right. There's. We're doing the fighting game. We're going to play all the crazy ones. <laughs> We're playing Brief Karate Foolish first off. The yeah, best I don't one. even know what that is. Anyway, we'll have played Multiverses and PlayStation All-Stars at this point, if it didn't break. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. And so, 
Uh, yeah, we'll probably we'll have some downtime to talk about that yeah. while we hit each other. Yeah. Uh, I will say, I know that there's like a whole big fan divide thing about how that game ended. I do have a little bit of gripes with towards the ending, but not for the reason that everybody else has. Mine was more or less, uh, in my opinion, I could see the points where they kind of wrote themselves into a corner and they had to do some janky things to write themselves out of that corner. Interesting. I'm going to say, I feel like... 80% of the people I talk to say they hate the ending of The Last of Us 2 had not actually played either Last of Us. And that is part of the problem, too. Because <laughs> the- it is it is very much trying to make a point. I'll say that much about it. I surprisingly liked the ending. I, did, like, I loved the ending. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I, like the actual ending itself, I really liked it. Some of the weird things I had to do to get to that ending, I could see where they kind of like wrote themselves into a weird position and they had to like kind of move their way around it to get back to where they wanted to get to. It is but an the, entire game based about irrational anger and revenge and mm-hmm. the things that happen to you if yes. you chase that. Yeah. <laughs> and I did like that. Like, the actual ending itself, I absolutely did love. Uh, even if, at some points, it did feel excessive, but I was kind of thinking about it. And I did beat Undertale and then beat <laughs> The Last of Us 2 directly <laughs> afterwards. Cinematic and parallels so- <laughs> of those. <laughs> so, like, the yeah, the differences between those two games, I think I was, like, playing the ending of it going, like, God, this is excessive. Like, why do I, why is it forcing me to do this kind of thing? Right, yeah, because Undertale, like, everything is, it's up to you ultimately. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of, because, um... I, I'm sure Dry has heard that people spout this a lot. After Undertale came out, there was a big thing of people being like, well, why should I feel bad if I have to kill a character if it wasn't my choice anyways? I didn't hear that. I mostly, there was a lot of like people, after Undertale, choice-driven stuff got a huge bump. Yeah. yeah. Um, because people are like, well, why do I have to play it this way? Right. Why, why can't I make the decision? Like, if, I, if I'm playing this character and playing this role, why do I have to play this character this way? Which is a lot of the complaints about Last of Us 2. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I was going to say, like, I will say it felt a little bit excessive, but I completely got what they're going with mm-hmm. with the ending of that game. And I did love the way that that game ended. It's yeah. great. So there's a natural reason why. That's why you hate Undertale Dry, because it made gamers get mad at The Last of Us 2. Yeah, that's why. There, that's there's, it. A lot of things, there's a lot of reasons why people were mad at The Last of Us 2. And like you said, half of them didn't even play it. And so mm-hmm. they're just like, they heard what the ending was and like, well, that's dumb. Yeah, a lot of them just heard other people being mad at it and assumed it must be bad. So um, the the worst take that I've seen about this game is from a person that you met last night. Um, they started playing Last of Us 2. They got about three hours in or an hour and a half to the part in Last of Us 2. Yeah. That is like the first big shocking thing. Mm-hmm. And he got angry that it happened, turned it off, and broke the disc and threw the game away. What the hell? Why? Yeah. So that's a lot of how people felt about that because they wanted the game to be a very specific, like, I love this character. (laughs) This is going to be amazing, fun adventure time with character I love. Uh, And it's not telling that story. Yeah. (laughs) So, like, did they want, like, The Last of Us 2 rather than The Last of Us 2? Yes. But honestly, like, it was kind of predictable. I mean, it had you to knew it was going to The writing was on the wall. Even at the ending of the first game, what yeah. happens, yeah. like, that first shocking moment in the second game, the writing is on the wall at the ending of the first game. Yeah, it is. It would be fun if I can manage to slog my way through them, because I just hate those kinds of games anyways. But, yeah, like, I imagine you'd hate If I, games. like, really liked the story, I would slog through them. Yeah. I was going to say, like, the storyline for The Last of Us, for part one and part two, are fantastic. I've but heard. How do you feel about stealth games? Uh, I'm bad at them. 
well, yeah. Me do too. I have a game for you? <laughs> the real question is, if I fuck up the stealth, can I just run away and throw things? Yes. In the second one, more so. In the first one, no. Okay. No, you so still much. can in the first one. It's in the a first little bit one, there's harder. a lot of instant deaths. There is, but there's also an easy mode, too. I might take that, then. Uh, we'll see. Sure. I don't know how much The Last of Us costs. Probably... Yeah. $40? I don't know. I mean, no, both... it's been given away like multiple yeah, it's, times. Yeah, and it's 20 bucks for the minimum if yeah. you're buying it on the minimum thing. I also own it like four times. Also, there's yeah, like a remaster coming out too. So like... I was going to say, I yeah. think E is the only one in this room who doesn't own both are both those games anyways. So. No, because I think the only thing I own that would play it for a long time was a PS3. Right. And I don't even know if that would play it. I don't know if there's a PS3 port of the first one. Yeah. But it was originally for the originally PS3. PS3. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Just give me your PS3 port. Here's the thing. I want to watch you start that game. Um, I If you're going to play that game, I want to be there while you start playing it. <laughs> yeah. You sure? It, it might break those, your heart. It might break yours. That's why I want to be there. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things. Like it was, uh, one Try to love seeing me suffer. <laughs> a little bit. Well, it's <laughs> something that was a big thing on the internet. How you're saying like reactions to Undertale was such a big thing. Mm-hmm. The first 30 minutes that he's talking about of The Last of Us... That was a huge deal to streamers. Like there was uh, tons of reactions to like the shocking moments in both of those yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, like beginning of that game is make it or break it. Ma- yeah, like probably not for one of the official days, but maybe we should. Maybe we could take one like a side day out and yeah. be like e tries. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. But yeah, so but yeah, uh, I was gonna look say- forward to that on the stream. Maybe I was gonna <laughs> say like worst case scenario. Like so I think Dry owns both the games. I actually mm-hmm. have the first game on disc, so like I could just have him borrow that game if bring it here and you could play it on the PS4 but I own them both digitally yeah. so yeah. we'd do it on PS5 probably but yeah yeah. and, and the I remaster have... comes out soon so depending on when this happens it might be the remaster yeah yeah. work in progress yeah but uh, that was a large diversion <laughs> diversion <laughs> I hardly a... know her I hardly nerdion <laughs> <laughs> that being said there's a lot to talk about with both those games but yeah. both those games are very like super heavy story based games yeah. yeah okay well cool yeah uh, We'll go with Sam. Sam, how's it going? Um, it's going. <laughs> what's ha- what's, a, what's a happening in your um, life? Work. Nice, nice. Good. Been working. That's fun. And trying to survive the heat. That's hard. Yeah. Way yeah. too hot. Yeah, no, we're all dripping sweat currently. Yeah. Do you have AC? I don't have AC. Me neither. Nope. Me it's... either. Am I the only one with AC? Probably. No, you're the only one with a snow cone machine, you son of a bitch. <laughs> and Don't get mad at Robbie. His priorities dry. It doesn't even work half the time. Yeah. That's also true. And for some reason, the town I live in just seems like the whole sweaty ass butt cracked so hot. It gets so hot there. Um, but yeah, it's yeah. hot. Don't have AC. Um, it's just constantly screaming children underneath you. Yeah. In your basement. Um, but thankfully, my work has AC, so that's nice. That does help. You're there most of the time. So. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there. I'm there all the <laughs> time, dare. you know? I'm there. Pizza pie. I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> A ragu. <laughs> Stromboli. Uh, I am at that place. <laughs> A few days a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Sam. <laughs> But yeah, that's really all that's going on with on with me. It's like all right, all right. Hey. E, hi. What what about you? Uh, it's the end of an era. I finished Breaking Bad. He did it. 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 I started it in January. It is currently the end of July. Yeah, which actually pretty good, for fairly you. good pace for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I I had a rate of about three episodes a week. So you know, which again. 
pretty good for pretty you. good for me <laughs> uh so yeah um i don't have any opinions that aren't already spouted everywhere i think it's a very good show and probably in my top 10 that's that's there's yeah. not a whole while else. i don't have anything new to bring to the table um last week i talked about how i was in a game jam I did finish the game. I, I wasn't sure if I was going to. I did finish it, and I submitted it. Nice. Did you take any of mine and Robbie's constructive feedback? Some of it. Did, I, it I not didn't have mine, a lot though, of time. Huh? I just didn't have a lot of time. <laughs> I So uh, something I want to do is after the jam's over, because you're not allowed to touch it during the jam, because, you know, that's kind of cheating. Of course. Uh, I want to make a post-jam version, and that's where I'll probably put a lot of stuff. Uh, the one you recommended that I think I will do is... The controller stuff? Yeah. Well, yeah, the arrow keys to yeah. shoot. But, um... Yeah, so uh, I don't. I it's called Diceroni on itch. I don't know if you'll actually find it if you D I C E R O N I. So if you want to play a weird game about being a board game piece that throws a dice, there it is. <laughs> it's fun. It's yeah. a fun concept. It's fun. Um, but yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was that was a lot of fun, and uh, just work's been working. Yeah, it does that. Yeah, it does that for some reason. We all say work's been working, and we have very different jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everyone in this room does have very different jobs. Yeah. yeah. Well, mine and Sam are fairly similar, actually. Yeah. One cost very more. different. <laughs> <laughs> um, as with myself. Yeah. Um, not a lot going on in my life. I have been dead. Liz is amazing. Let's start off with that. Liz okay. is just an amazing human being. She's what the best wife. Um, she just let me spend like one hundred and sixty dollars on movies. <laughs> so it's so dry is like a kid in a candy store if you take him to like an old dvd store if you take me to a place that even mentions they might have dvds in there i'm like oh really what i don't say i wouldn't know what they look like even if you showed them to me but you could show them to me if you wanted to i wouldn't know though if you did because oh that's all you have okay uh <laughs> yeah uh, uh you only have the entire criterion collection oh, i guess i can take a gander <laughs> I don't even know how cri- cri- Criterion cri- is that what you put in your Crite salad? Ryan? <laughs> Who is Crite Ryan? Is he a good director? <laughs> no, 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 it's Cart Ryan. Oh, oh, see that Robbie's the one. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I bought the entire Back to the Future trilogy on 4K. Oh, hey, I've been saying we should do that. Yeah, that's why I've been trying to get it. It's Fair been enough. super expensive for a long time, and I got an insane deal on it. And the 4K was surprisingly cheaper for once? Yes. Wow. It was, like, super cheap. I got all of it. It's, like, a super nice collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks so good. Oh, my in. God. It looks so fucking good. Sure. Um, Got that. I got Halloween Kills. Uh, I don't love that movie. Try all. I can't speak too much because I own a movie I don't like, but in my defense, Dry gave it to me. Dry just owns so many movies he's either <laughs> yeah. like meh about or actually just dislikes. Here's the thing. There's a lot of Halloween movies I don't like. I don't like most of the Halloween movies, but I have them all, and I can't just stop having them all. Why don't you get rid of the ones you don't like? They're like Pokemon. I want them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like Pokemon. It's like a little kid with like a, a trunk full of trucks, and it's like, why don't you let Johnny over there have a truck? And you're like... They're my trucks. Why would I let Johnny have them? I'm playing with them, uh, probably. So, <laughs> I, they're my trucks. <laughs> We're not playing this one right now. I am now. Yeah, I am now, you son of a and bitch. you just stack the truck on the other truck you're playing with. <laughs> yeah, basically. Um, and so, like, I think I have, like, I don't know, 10 movies in my little, Total. in my table that need to be watched before I can put them on the shelf. Um, I do a whole thing where I scan them digital. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have like 10 movies that I need to watch before I can put them into my collection. Uh, that was, it was a great time. I really like that. Uh, I, Mad Max Fury Road. I finally got that. Oh, That's I like I haven't seen any of them. Physically, that is super hard to just walk into a store and find, and I finally got a copy. In what, that. really? Yeah. 
That's weird. Because it's like the holy grail of 4Ks. Because it looks fucking... Because it's very orange. Yeah, actually. It's <laughs> extremely orange, and the colors in that are super vibrant. There's like every shade of orange you can imagine. Yeah. Every <laughs> single one. <laughs> it's it's a very orange movie. But yeah. So I, I walked into a store and just got that. You can like order it online, but sometimes it's stupid expensive. Sometimes it's not. It's a crapshoot. Anyway, So it's kind of like my whole big run of me trying to get all three seasons of... Um, Twin Peaks. Yeah, Twin Peaks. Yeah, I kind of like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's enough about our boring, dumb, stupid human lives. Yeah. I Let- can speak for yourself. Do you want to yeah. hear more about my movies? Do I can talk about them. You talking about, about a thing? About your otters? A thing? What thing? You got a thing, so? Oh, I was just going to say, um, I'm still playing Horizon for Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> How have you not been that game? I feel like you've been playing it for four months. No, no, no. I put like 140 hours or something in it. <laughs> That's more than I put in like... She had like 40 hours in the tutorial zone. I did. Honestly. Um, yeah. I explore everything and there's a way more to explore in this oh, one too. You're all crazy. I, I am almost positive over 85% of the video games I have ever played in my life I have not put 100 hours in at least. I think, on average, I put 10 hours into a game. There's somewhere I'll put a few hundred. I've never put thousands of hours into something. Yeah, you didn't e- play video... You did play video games competitively, actually, for a bit. I did. I, Not like I did. Yeah, I, uh, that's, that's, I never want to touch Halo ever again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was a competitive Smash Bros. player, and you need to practice. Yeah, yeah. And then a competitive Rivals player, and you need to practice. Yeah, it's, like, fun to play the game, and then, like, you play it, and you're like, I hate this game. Nice. Um, Speaking of competitive gaming... Sam is is a competitive Forbidden West player. (laughs) I have also been playing a lot of Fall Guys, and that's really fun. (laughs) Fall Guys is very fun. (laughs) It is really fun. Super fun. (laughs) If you want more video game talk and us video game playing, you can check out our Twitch (laughs) channel at twitch.tv forward slash last ones in. Tune in for Sam Sundays, where she exclusively plays Horizon Zero Dawn. (laughs) And pick flowers and (laughs) (laughs) take pictures in photo mode. Yeah. You ever want to watch Sam just take a picture for two and a half hours? Because she'll do (laughs) it, goddammit. True. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I guarantee people would be interested in that. I yeah. take really good photos in that game, though. So, also Sam has boobs, so it doesn't really matter what she does. True. She just has a Twitch channel. She has a thousand subscribers. Yeah. Um. <laughs> anyway, that was our most growth was when Sam was on the stream. <laughs> what do you mean? When I played weird indie game, we got a ton of people for webbed. That's true. Actually, weird yeah. indie games and boobs. That's what we need more of on this. I think that's the internet's weird like forte. Boobs. Actually, yeah. Ooh, if we have indie boobs. Uh, I could get us some games if you I want. Mean... <laughs> yeah, he's like, I know someone. <laughs> okay, anyway. All yeah. right. Uh, on, to the, on to the main show. But before we do that, let's take a quick break here. We'll be right back to talk about National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. And we are back to actually talk about this movie. Um, let's get some first impressions out of the way right now. Let's start with E. First impressions, what do you think of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? Is It's pretty funny. It's a, it's a, it's a good movie. Um, I would say this one's better than their first one. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, it's like a fun little Christmas movie for the most part. I don't... It's like weird because it's so 
kind of anti-Christmas. Like it's it's <laughs> like it really talks about how like shitty having all your family around all the time is, and like you know how just annoying a lot of Christmas is, and how shitty bosses are. Yeah. Um. So it's like weird in that regard, considering it's eighty nine. But at the same time, it's like yes, Christmas sounds fun though. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's good. Uh. This is the the best National Lampoon movie I've seen thus far, I think. Out of the two you've seen. <laughs> do, is is Eurotrip National Lampoons? I don't remember. I don't think so. I don't think it is. I don't think so. Are you talking about the dude you kissed your sister? Yeah. Eurotrip? No, yeah. that's not National Lampoon. Okay. Okay, yeah, you've seen two then. Yeah. Cool. So, uh, yeah. Uh, this is like... Both w- very traditional and very, like, weird of a Christmas movie, I would say. Yeah, it's uh, a nice in-between. This is, like, a more palatable... Out of all the ones... Dis- disregarded Claws, because that's just, like, a Christmas-ass Christmas movie. Yes. This is, like, the one I could see most people, like, constantly watching every Christmas. Yeah. The funny thing, I think, is we had, like, a lot of options for Christmas movies we could yeah. have gone. There's tons of classics we could have gone with. I and yeah, we just I was saying, like I hadn't seen any like all those like claymation Rudolphs and all that shit. Never seen those. Never yeah. seen those. Never seen It's a Wonderful Life. No. Yeah, uh, there's tons of classics we could have gone with, and we all were like, no. Like the thing, <laughs> I talked to these guys. I was like, you know, if you guys have like one, you have like real nostalgia for, or, like reverence for, and they were like, not really. Christmas wasn't the thing for me, man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's one of those things. Like we never watched TV during Christmas time either, though. The one that I, I would mean, say a is Christmas like, Story. That's like that's the one. A Christmas story is like the Christmas movie. Yeah, that that's one that I thought about yesterday. But I was like, it's, would it be interesting? Is that is that what it? It's like? super funny, and yeah. it's like it's weird because it's one of those movies. I would say like the Sandlot. It makes you nostalgic for a time you've never been to. Oh, yeah. um, Eat, it's one of those yeah, kind of eating things. sand sandwiches. Yeah, yeah that's what all, that's what they do in the Sandlot. That's all I remember. <laughs> no, that's a little rascal. I'm not even thinking of the right movie. Damn You're not even, they don't even eat sand. They eat kitty litter. That's sand. <laughs> they eat that's kitty clay. litter. That's used. Yeah. Hmm. Well, <laughs> I don't want to know what you do with your life. <laughs> I feel like sand and clay are two different things. Yeah, I actually, I'm on Robbie's side for once. <laughs> there's different types of kitty litter. Yeah, most of it's clay. Most of it, there's a lot of like sandy-ish. That's clay. Yeah, in the shape of sand. Shape of, the shape of sand. <laughs> I mean, I fucking guess. <laughs> Anyways, uh, so Christmas story was almost there. It was almost there, but then last minute, it was it was too much for me mentally. I was just like, it's not. I'm not there, man. <laughs> You're not in the Christmas spirit. Yeah, I'm not in that the Christ- fucking heat wave of the century. Wasn't feeling at the time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so y- you like it? Yeah, I, I think it's good. Okay, uh, Sam. Yeah. What do you think of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation? I mean, I've seen it before. Right. Right. <laughs> but Robbie has too? I've seen parts of it. I, don't, I never see, watched. I think it's one of those movies I've seen parts of growing up, but. Okay, we'll go with Robbie then. Yeah. Fuck you, Sam. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so for the parts that I was awake. <laughs> no, I did like it. Uh, it is definitely more over the top than the first Christmas Vacation. And I think that's one thing is like they're always kind of pushing the envelope with the vacation movies of just like how can we make it bigger than the last one and yeah this is definitely on the thing of that like it is bigger than the first one it's bigger than european vacation which i think european vacation is another one i've seen bits and pieces of i think the first vacation is the only one that i ever watched all the way through growing up i'm gonna say there is a reason why national lampoon's vacation and national lampoon's christmas vacation are the ones that are remembered right because <laughs> everyone hates europe 
it's just not funny. Like, yeah. it's very, it's super funny if you've been to Europe. Oh, so I would love it. You might love it. <laughs> and That's... Las Vegas is really funny if you like bad 90s comedies. Yeah. Oh, so I would love <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, the uh, Las Vegas, like, the, what I remember of that, I remember it being like, okay, it's just like, that's technically a joke, I guess. Yeah, it's a, I it's a lot of that. I don't know if I've seen that one. Maybe I have. I probably have. It's not good. If you got a lawyer together and they had to determine whether or not it w- that each joke in there was a joke, it would pass. It wouldn't get sued. <laughs> yeah, it would be <laughs> technically, these are jokes. Um, I mean, we're going to argue the case. We'll see what the jury says. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this one was definitely more over the top, which kind of gave some more absurd humor yeah. to it, which honestly, it made it funner. It's very welcome, especially on yeah. a Christmas movie. Exactly. But like, I do like the fact that because like, it does kind of suffer from like that late 90s of just like you can see where the joke is going because they're kind of like laying out the pieces of it as it's going out. But then every now and then it will just like have a joke that just comes out of left field yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. There are yeah. some that really got me. Yeah. In this one. I think one that I was surprised Eden just say what the fuck was the cat joke. Yeah. Um, uh, so uh, I have a tidbit about that. Okay. So, I I was sure I hadn't seen any of the National Christmas Lampoon Man and <laughs> my favorite superhero. Yeah. Uh <laughs> but apparently uh when I worked at Target over fuck like 6 years ago now, uh during the Christmas ish times, I was on a break and that was on, but for some reason I was sure it was Christmas in the Cranks. Huh. So no, I, I have think... seen 20 minutes, which is basically, like, the from the last 30-minute mark, I've seen 20 minutes from that point. <laughs> <laughs> so you have seen the end of Act 2 and the beginning of Act 3, Kind of, yeah. Huh, okay. It was, yeah, it was weird. Because, like, I just, like, I was like, man, this is, like, a very similar plot to Christmas in the Cranks. I wonder if that copied this. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I think Christmas with the Cranks did kind of copy some of the things of this. Probably, but... absolutely, it did. Yeah. absolutely, yeah, yeah. So uh, that that's why the cat thing didn't get me is I I knew about it. Okay, okay. Well, so so you you like it, Robbie? I'd say I like it. I'm kind of on the fence. I think I like it a little bit more than the first vacation, but I'm kind of debating in my head like how much more I do like it. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> Which will, well, when we talk about it more, I guess I'll probably get a better idea in my head of like how much I like this movie compared to the first one. Yeah, that's the fun part. Uh, Sam. Yeah. Back to you. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so it's been a really long time since I've, time since I've seen this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's way more cartoonish and silly, I think, than the first one, definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> And way more cartoonish than I remember, but you know, I'm yeah. a kid, so yeah, yeah. When you're a kid, you just kind of take a lot at face value. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty funny still. I think um, you don't really see that kind of humor anymore. Because I don't. If you think watch it... cartoons, yeah, I guess if you watch <laughs> yeah. cartoons. <laughs> um, yeah, a bit of a uh, bit of slapstick, weird sexual humor in yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't like too. that. Which just yeah. didn't age well, but. No. It didn't even matter either. No, yeah, it, it doesn't. Matter. It's just because at this is the third movie. At this point, his character always has a scene where he's hitting on a woman. Yeah, it's just First, like he's like a hot woman, at hot least, young. Yeah. Which his wife is fucking what? A, she's hot, she's gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll take you guys' word so for weird. it. Um, 
it's just like weird because like in the first movie I didn't particularly like it, but it was like a plot point mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. This one is just like he's having weird fucking fantasies about some this woman, at woman who was selling lingerie. Yeah. Yep. It's weird. Just like a very. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was kind of just like an eighties and nineties thing too. Is like. What people found to be sexual or sexy back then is just kind of creepy now. And honestly, it was kind of creepy back then, too. Creepy. But people just yeah. like, oh, it, it's just a movie. Don't worry about uh, it. Don't all go women. That's that's what I'm going to say. It's also yeah. just like sort of like, oh, men. Men. Yeah. Yeah. It is <laughs> that kind of like. Men just be like that. <laughs> Whereas now you're legally allowed to kick them in the dick. <laughs> kind of. Kind of, actually. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, it's it's like sexual assault section four a of the uh, section nine of the law book specifically states in cases such as these you are allowed to kick them in the dick if you're working at a lingerie stall in a mall <laughs> during December <laughs> and an old man I love visiting the lingerie stall at the mall. <laughs> it's the most high class of lingerie. <laughs> It's clearly written in section 14 of article 3 of dick kicking law. <laughs> it's just what is like it's just like a list of times it's okay to kick someone in the dick. It's like just a, a long section of that. Well, I say it's always a good time to kick someone in the dick. Well, that's uh that's 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 part 12 of it is less, like it's up to your own jurisdiction. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the more you know, man. Yeah, yeah the law's crazy. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Uh, that is easily my least favorite part about this movie. Yeah. I tolerated it in the first movie. That's a strong word for me, <laughs> honestly. Yeah. Um, it just is weird here. Just weird, it's creepy, gross. over the top. It's and just gross. there just to be weird. Like, if it was only in the first part, I would think it's gross, but whatever. But then, like, he's, like, fantasizing about this, like, this worker stripping in front of him. And, like, getting out of a pool naked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, that was, like, an 80s thing, too. Like, I don't I don't know what the first thing is that had it. Turn was, like, the know. lady in the red swimsuit comes out of the pool and whips her hair. I don't know what the first thing that has oh, that our, was. Uh, Fast a, Times at Ridgemont High. Was that the first one? I, that's the famous one, at least. Okay. There's also a scene in the Sandlot. <laughs> yeah. That's literally a scene <laughs> well, in the Sandlot, actually, as well. <laughs> That's more of like this kid's a fucking creep kind yeah. of thing, though. That it's played up for like this kid sucks. Yeah. That's oh, he's so incorrigible. In- oh, you're talking incorrigible. You don't want to encourage. It. <laughs> no. Well, back <laughs> then they did. You're right. Yeah. With the Sandlot, wasn't that the he's pretending to drown scene? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. Yep. Uh-huh. That that movie's good. <laughs> it's I fun. always thought that scene was like super creepy though, because like yeah, it is it's super creepy. <laughs> yeah. That entire weird subplot's creepy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's uh, well, that's the eighties. Season two of Stranger Things is that scene for twelve <laughs> episodes. <laughs> All right, time to never watch Stranger Things. Uh, but yeah, I mean, like, if just like a ten minute segment of the movie is my least favorite part, it's not the worst, <laughs> though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I. It's one of those things. Where it's like where you have like a family member who sometimes says something weird, and you just kind of like shove it aside because you're like. Oh, well, he gives me like 50 bucks every time he sees me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of that, oh, that's that's Uncle Jeremy. Yeah. He's fine once you get to know him. He's of the times. He's like only five years older than you. He's <laughs> of the times. <laughs> he was on LimeWire a lot, you know. Um, <laughs> um, 
I was going to say at work, actually, I had to explain what emo was to this. I, I, seriously. Oh my God. Yeah. She's like, what does emo mean? And like, I thought she was talking about music. So I just started naming off bands. She didn't know what like emo was. And like, it's like, so what does it actually mean? It's like, like emotionally disturbed, like emotional. Like, yeah, that was like a huge thing in two, like the 2005, 2006 era. And like, I showed her like pictures of like the big hair and the tight jeans and everything. It's like, oh, you mean the 80s? It's like, no, it's 2005. <laughs> <laughs> I work with old people. What can I say? Eighties was the exact opposite of emo. Yeah. Everyone was happy and on coke. Happy and on coke. Sad and on Adderall. <laughs> but they both had big hair and tight jeans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just like weird to like, especially with how fast technology does. Like, I have to like consciously think like a lot of people like slightly older, slightly younger than around our age wouldn't know what like torrenting stuff is. No. Because, like, they don't have to do that anymore. It's, it's like, you can if you need to, but, like, yeah, sure. the average person doesn't need to torrent stuff anymore because there's just, yeah. it's way more accessible. Yeah, no, we lived through the uh, Metallica being shitty era. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, it's actually one of the memes going on right now with the Stranger Things. Is, like, uh, yeah. people, pi- people pirating Master of Puppets for their TikToks and millennials just like, <laughs> oh, you don't know how this is going to go for you. Yeah. So yeah, of the times. <laughs> of the yeah. times. I, it, it is weird to think about that, though. Just like, there's people who don't know like what the emo age of like the early 2000s was. Or like, I remember like one of the popular memes of like the early 2000s is like the Badger song. Yeah. And like people not getting that reference nowadays. There, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of meme references that I don't get from like five or something years ago, five or ten years yeah, ago. Yeah, I'm quickly aging out of internet. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, there's a difference between, like, when, like, Badger, Badger, Badger was, like, popular. That's when memes literally lasted, like, three years. Yes. yes. Now, Whereas now, now memes, it's, like, a week. Like, <laughs> you're, sometimes. You're lucky sometimes if the meme a is a week. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, anyway. got a, they got a shelf life of room temperature milk nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess one good example about that, though, is, like, uh, how I think it was... I think towards the end of like uh, the late 2010s, like 2018, 2019, it was like swagger. Mm. Now it's drip. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly the same both, thing. They just call it drip now. Both nonsense words. <laughs> uh, anyway, Old Man Corner out. Um, <laughs> if you want to tune into Old Man Corner, tune into our second podcast where we talk. It comes about out Monday nights at 1230. <laughs> <laughs> where we talk about just kids being on the yeah. lawn and <laughs> yes reminisce about the old days of torrenting music and then when you try to play the song it was just mislabeled and it's a completely different song <laughs> always <laughs> every time it's an awesome guy yelling slurs into yeah. the mic for four minutes yeah yeah that that, that would happen occasionally yeah um but yeah Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> um, so, Merry Christmas. So you like it, Sam? Yeah, it's still pretty funny, I think. Okay. For the most part. I agree. I think it is extremely funny. I do agree with episode 16, Jiraiya. This is funnier than the first one. <laughs> I don't know how much funnier. It's a different type of funny for me. It yeah. is. Well, like I said, I guess one thing is like it's more realistic and a little bit more down to earth with the first vacation movie yeah In christmas vacation it gets a little bit more cartoony more slapstick a little bit more ridiculous yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. it depends on your taste like i'm i'm as someone whose favorite show is ed and eddie you could probably guess i'm quite a fan of slapstick i think it's a very <laughs> underrated genre of things nowadays and i think in general hollywood is very is kind of afraid to do slapstick nowadays i would say they are they've overdone it it it, it doesn't 
you have to fucking nail slapstick. That should really yeah. work. Not everyone's the Three Stooges. Like, even right now, there's a show on Netflix, Man vs. Bee, and it's by the guy who played Mr. Bean, and the entire show, oh, right. they're like 10-minute episodes, I think there's like 10 or 12 episodes, too. Mm-hmm. It's all just a dude trying to get a bee out of his house. Um, In the 80s, what a fucking killed right. but now it's like you don't you don't need that youtube exists like p- if people want that like weird comic humor like they can get tiny little bites of that or tiktok even like you can get yeah. tiny little bites of that throughout your day you don't have to like sit down and watch like fucking 10 minute short anymore that's true i guess yeah i didn't think about it that way yeah people are just getting it in different ways now fucking tiktok <laughs> 12 30 no, monday of, yeah. <laughs> this is where we announce we are starting a tiktok actually where you can catch our <laughs> old man ju- rants on tiktok it's just Araya hitting his face in a stop sign every 30 minutes uh hitting i hit my face on a stop sign and tell children stop every day so, right that, yeah, is just, that what is that damn kids <laughs> I don't know if that actually picked up. <laughs> I mean, I was thinking more of like, you know what the youth today is never going to understand? Quack! <laughs> they won't. Um, yeah, I like National Lampoon's Vacation as well. Mm-hmm. I, I, It's a comedy. Yeah. Going down the plot. Hey, guess what the plot is? It's Christmas and a bunch of families over for Christmas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All, shenanigans happen. All the good ones. Your, so many shenanigans. Your parents, your, oh no, your in-laws. Parents. Oh. Love my in-laws. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, you love your in-laws more yeah. than your actual parents. Yeah. I was going to say, that crazy oh. cousin that no one wants to deal with just comes out of nowhere. It's like, hey, we're staying yeah. with you for the rest of the month. <laughs> Which, like, it's it's the cousin from the first movie. He's probably in the second He's one. He's in somehow. every one of them. Yeah. 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 Um, Toned down a bit, I would say. Um, yeah, toned down a little bit. He is crazier in European and in Vegas. He also gets his own movie. Like, oh, no. Early 2000s, it was a straight-to-DVD. He got his own. It was terrible. Um... One thing that I want to um, mention right away, it's something that is only going to be like a what to us. Um, it's, everybody who's listening to this is going to be like, that's cool, I guess. Um, the guy who were like, that's Bill Murray. Like the guy who is the boss in this yeah, movie. Yeah, he looks like Bill yeah. Murray. He's like, that looks exactly like Bill Murray does now. Like that in man in the 80s looking old looks like old Bill Murray now. Well, um, it's funny because it's not Bill Murray, uh, actually, but it is Brian Doyle Murray. Which is Bill Murray's older brother. What? Oh. <laughs> so that's why he looks like oh a knockoff gosh, Bill Murray. That is, <laughs> that is actually kind of amazing. I didn't know he had a brother, and I didn't know his brother acted. Me either. Uh, and they're both super famous. Like, I did yeah. not know that they were brothers at all. I, yeah. They look so much alike, and I guess I well, never I mean, connected yeah, they're brothers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing is because I just had an off comment of, like, this looks like an arm. Um, yeah, I said it looks like a discount Bill Murray yeah. almost. <laughs> like, yeah, like he just does. He's Bill Murray with like a he, again. He looks like Bill Murray looks like now. Yeah, yeah. Just I never knew that. <laughs> it's just really yeah. That is really funny. Um, <laughs> the other thing that I found out is the old lady who is like senile in this. Yeah, she played olive oil. She was oh. she was oh. Popeye's olive oil. She voiced okay. them. And I thought she, her voice sounded familiar. There were a few things saying that she also voiced Betty Boop, but I can only find a credit for her for Betty Boop and Roger Rabbit. I'm gonna say uh, crediting was not very good back then. That's also yeah. Fair. Even for Popeyes, it was like some of them she was, some of them she wasn't. Yeah. Um, but Popeyes- this was actually her last movie. Her last oh, thing wow. ever was this movie. Oh, that's a little sad. Yeah. <laughs> well, not th- this is a fine movie to be in for your last one. I yeah, guess, it, it's like- completely fine. But like, yeah, just. Mm. fucking cartoon royalties in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was say, Popeye's really funny because uh, 
The first, like, three seasons, they animated it first and then had the actors dub in the lines. Oh, what? Yeah, so, like, if you watch old Popeye, the lip-syncing is god-awful, <laughs> and, like, they say sh- the weirdest shit because they're just kind of trying to figure out what's going on. That's why Popeye has this, like, famous moment where he's like, ah, well, you know, you know, you know, you know, because he's just, like, trying to figure out what he needs to say. He's, That's awesome. Yeah, so... Because if you watch old Popeye 2, there's a lot of times the character's not talking and then there's still a voice going on. Huh. Yeah, he's just muttering to himself like what he's doing. I have to yeah. go look up some old Popeye. Yeah. <laughs> it's generally still kind of funny. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> I always uh, thought that was just kind of a character trope of his. Is like while he was doing it, he's like, I just got to get this log over here. I think it's probably like a bit of both. But I think that helps him be able to. Well, it might have been like the first three seasons. Like it just something that he did to try to figure out what his character was doing since mm-hmm. apparently they made them ad lib while they were watching yeah. the cartoon. <laughs> it's really, it's really obvious if you know that fact. Yeah. Huh. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's one of those like, well, it's a character trait now. So now he has to do that in all the episodes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Back to this movie. Yeah. The plot is Christmas. All the families here. It's all the Christmas, uh, qu- qu- quibbles, Fo- foibles that you would quarrels, quarrels, foibles, fobbles. The things that happens, the hors d'oeuvres at Christmas that happen, <laughs> the riboflavins. <laughs> um, I'm like, you gotta get the tree, and you gotta get the presents, you gotta do the shopping, you, uh, you have the A, the B, you gotta do all the things. Gotta be all yeah. traditional, all yeah, the traditions. all those traditions that uh, I definitely didn't do. We definitely <laughs> just had a plastic tree. <laughs> Actually, speaking of traditions, I, we also had a plastic tree. Sam says we had a. We uh, totally had like a real tree at some point, like early, early on. But like, I don't, was it like I think me and you were like, I think so. Yeah, me and you were like. Because I remember the pine needles old. everywhere, and like, because eat them super messy. <laughs> I feel like I would have eaten them. Also, they it's, smell nice. That's so. probably why you didn't have trees that were real. Because <laughs> I, I, I eat the fake tree. Fuck it. <laughs> it was probably like way early on in your life. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. I think we were alive. like, like I said, maybe like five or six years old whenever you guys maybe yeah. had one. Yeah, who knows? Maybe in your old farmhouse that you guys had? I don't know. I, I think so. Probably. I have very few memories from that, but a few. Yeah. Was, they, was that the anecdote you were going on? No. Um, <laughs> um, I, for my entire life, I, like I've seen this movie a few times in my life, and every time I see it, there's that scene where they're drinking eggnog. Yeah. Um, and I always loved that scene, because I don't know why, but the eggnog just always looked extremely delicious. Wait, the one where they're drinking out of the stupid moose cups or whatever? Yeah, out of the Murray's moose from the first movie. Okay. Um, when they're drinking <laughs> out of the moose heads. Mm-hmm. Um, I always thought the cups were ridiculous and fun, and they're I wanted stupid, one. I hate them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Very different of it. Well, okay, I'm a. I was an adult when I saw this. So yeah, that yeah. might be why. And I was always like, man, eggnog looks delicious. Too bad I hate it. <laughs> and so, like every year, I would just try eggnog. Maybe every single year. year. Every year, I would hate it. And then, like, I don't know what happened. Like, my adult mouth just took over. Apparently, you lose taste buds whenever you're older. <laughs> That's what they well, say. They so say I- that your uh, your taste preferences change every couple of years. And so, Absolutely. Like, but, like, literally, <laughs> you have less taste buds when you're older than as a kid. So your, right. your palate literally changes. Uh, apparently, I, I left the ones behind that didn't like eggnog because I'm way into eggnog now. And I just feel like trial and error just eventually worked for little Drya. That's the that's it. That's the anecdote. That's the story. You love eggnog. Yeah. Yeah. I like eggnog I now. love eggnog, too. I kind of wish you could get eggnog at more than just Christmas. You can, like, make eggnog. Yeah, but that's uh, time-consuming. It's apparently very easy to make. Maybe. It does take an egg, though. Yeah, well, you know. Which, well, it's, it's more the milk I don't think I would have all the time. That's the thing that I didn't know. I didn't know eggnog actually had an egg. What? <laughs> I just thought it was like, that's what it was called. Like, 
Like red vines, they're like not vines. <laughs> they're not red. <laughs> they, don't, they don't use red when they make them. <laughs> so like, I don't know. I just thought it was like a name because it was like super thick. Like if it was like a weird egg or something. Like, but it turns out it's super thick because it's egg. It's yeah. just egg. I like eggnog. Eggnog good. Eggnog with alcohol also good. I don't. I don't want that. It's very good. You could probably get. I I think you could probably get like eggnog with alcohol all year round. Yeah. You could just put alcohol in eggnog. You could just drink alcohol if that's your fancy, really. It tastes different in eggnog, man. It does. <laughs> oh, man. I have a thing in my fridge right now. It's probably gone. It's dead by now, I think. But it was DiSerono Velvet or whatever. Oh, yeah. And it just tastes like eggnog, and it has alcohol in it, and it's delicious. Anyway. I think Christmas it's one of those weird... I was going to say, I'm <laughs> one of those weird outliers. Like, eggnog's fine. <laughs> It's good. You don't I don't, like I don't go. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't go like out of my way to drink it, but like I'll have like a cup a year. Yeah, of it's like I'm a, fine with it. It's really rich yeah. and like thick though, so like yeah. you can't like drink yeah. a whole lot of it. I feel well, like if if that's your worry, you can dilute it with milk. That's what I did as a kid to make it last longer. I know people who could just like sit there with an entire gallon container and just drink it from, or drink, oh, like put man. a straw in the gallon container and just drink the. Whole I can't thing do in that. I would puke. Ooh, I, would, I think after like awful. a cup and a half, I have the feeling of puking because it just fills you up so much. Yeah. That's like it's that's like people who like eat five Cadbury cream eggs at once. Like, more oh, power to you, but I would so literally sweet. die. Yeah, after <laughs> one, like one. Yeah, it's <laughs> just. But, uh, it's too much. Yeah, I mean, we're get out tangents because this is just like it's a Christmas movie. It makes you think of Christmas things. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. Like eggnog. And yeah. There's like Christmas lights. Random side things. They have like rich ish neighbors. Like their house doesn't look that much better than the house of the supposedly like middle class people. Apparently it's the house that's used in the first four lethal weapon movies though, I learned. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Random tidbit. Yeah, because yeah. apparently this whole movie's just filmed on the back lot. <laughs> so and it kind of yes. makes sense yeah so like there's a lot of like wacky antics of their house getting destroyed because of uh what's the main guy's name clark griswold clark, yeah. clark griswold uh yeah him like doing random stuff causes the big old like oh no our neighbor's weird and then he like <laughs> hacks him up with a chainsaw and it's like, oh, Clark, you're so encouraged. You know what's weird? It is so weird to me how even before they've done anything in this, he's just instantly like, fuck you guys. Okay, they also didn't do anything to yeah, him. Yeah, I know. That's yeah. what I'm like, saying. They, yeah, he like... I think it's because it's like portraying them as like a very modern couple. Yeah. Not was... traditional at all in any sense. Yeah, they don't How have... dare they not have kids? Yeah, how dare they <laughs> ha- be happy and... How dare they have their condo with their fancy CD player it looks and the exact have romance? Same. <laughs> their houses look the same. <laughs> it's just more modern. Sleek. I think I think the house of the 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 Griswolds is better. It has like an attic and stuff. I don't know if I believe the other one has that. It probably it does. Probably does. There's probably nothing up there. Yeah, there's just another CD player. Yeah. I also think it's funny that like the big technology in this is a fucking CD player. Yeah, like, that's the fake big fancy. Well, that technology. was expensive yeah. back then. It was. You're right. It's just insane to me. Like, that was the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of one of those weird things that I was talking to someone at work about of, like, because we kind of, me and Dry group in, like, that weird in-between time, I guess Sam, too. <laughs> that weird in-between time of what? <laughs> of, like, technologies. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Cause, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, one good example, remember, like, that really fancy CD player that I got that I spent, like, $80 on? Like, I saved up to buy. It was, like, that fancy Sony Walkman, the one that, like, you could put a CD player, or CD in it, oh, and, like, and, like, you like could shake it and, and like, shake the crap out of it, and it would still play, or, like, you could almost play it underwater because of how waterproof it was and yeah like, not like the, those cheap 
thirty dollar ones that say they're they don't skip, but they skip if, but if you, you breathe, breathe on, on it on wrong. It. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, like I thought it was like the coolest thing ever to have that, and think like maybe the next year uh, one of our friends came like this little USB stick on the end of like this little plastic thing that had a play button on it. It's like, oh yeah, it's an MP3 player. I had one of those. Yeah, they're hilarious. Like in <laughs> retrospect, because like they just sold me an MP3 player that could put that had a play button on it. Yeah. In retrospect, it basically yeah. just had like a play button and then like a back and forth on it, and you yeah. just like put a USB onto it, and like it was a proprietary USB at the same time. But like, it's like check it out, I can almost fit a full CD on this little tiny thing, and it fits in my pocket. <laughs> and that was just like the thing. And then you beat him to yeah. death with your Walkman. <laughs> I, I mean, it had a handle on it. <laughs> I was like such a hipster with my Walkman, though. I still had a Walkman, like. For I, a while. I, mean, sure. I wish I still had that Walkman. I'm pretty sure you were still using a Walkman when you got married. I think you I, took a Walkman when you were dating him to visit. I'm yeah. certain you were. Actually. I'm, I'm, I did, absolutely. I yeah, w- I did. I will. 100- I had my little thing of CDs, too. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yeah. with me everywhere. <laughs> oh, man. I, I will 100% say, though, early MP3 players' quality was shit. Yeah, oh, of yeah. Like, a Walkman mm-hmm. was better quality. Sure. But you gotta have a giant fucking thing to have four albums. Yeah, but imagine like hearing it in deluxe 480p. <laughs> imagine if you had it in stereo. But yeah, like, like I said, weird in between of like technology, and like this was kind of that whole yeah. thing of like I feel like the 80s was like that weird in between time of like vinyl players and CD players. And so like the mm-hmm. new big technology was CD players, and like everyone's like, oh, well, my vinyl player still works fine. Why do I need a fancy yeah. CD player for six hundred dollars? Kind of thing. Actually, speaking about it being a weird in-between time, I think this movie does encapsulate that pretty well of it being like a weird in-between time of like traditionalism and like new and, age, yeah. it, new age living. modernism. Yeah, yeah, because like the the eighties was a very weird and fast mm. and scary transition from seventies being like very Drugs. classical living and like freedom and like everything's like you're the people for the people like kind of thing, yeah. and then yeah. going into the nineties of like everything is so corporate. And so, like, by the numbers, the 80s was, like, this weird transition period where people, like, had to learn where they fit in society again. Yeah, Yeah, it was that weird, like, modern, or I guess not modernism, like the, like you said, that corporate structure of, like, the businessman, uh, that and, like, the family man. Yeah. There was, like, a very, like, divide between them, and, like, you were either one or the other. I think in some ways it makes it almost timeless in a lot of, like, the struggles that they go through, though. Like, Yeah. yeah. Especially the work thing, where it's, like... You got you were you guys were talking about this after <laughs> after the movie of like uh he every year that he would get a nice bonus after for Christmas yeah whereas like most companies wouldn't fucking bother to give you a bonus nowadays and that was the no. thing is like the company decided they would just save on profits by not giving their employees a bonus and they didn't tell anyone about it yeah because yeah. they're like well well they don't need to know it's our money uh and like that's that's corporate America now actually yeah. which is just fucked but. Um, yeah, like, 80s was such a weird time. I think that's why people now look so fondly on the 80s. Um, it's because it was a time whenever, like, yeah, you would have business, or you'd have bonuses every quarter, or every year at least. Uh, there was, pen- or still companies had pension plans even, which well, that's a something that's long and gone. Not even that, of just, like, basic, like, living and, like, having a place where you, like, fit into in society and, like, the 80s was such like a transformation stage for tons and tons of people. I mean, that's why the 80s was known for being like this big outing for gay people in general is because like this is when like they, there was finally like enough bravery from everybody to be like just 
come out and be like, hey, like this is what everything is. Like you can't like ignore us anymore. We're here in society. You can't just like throw us away. I mean, and then the government kind of let them get killed by the AIDS epidemic. They absolutely and then, did. Uh, society said that that's God's punishment to gay people. Yeah, but like. I think we're going through something extremely similar now. Yeah. Um, with nothing. how people are treating LGBTQ people now. Mm-hmm. And like, not or women. Tre- or, or just women in general. <laughs> yeah. Even, yeah. Of like, people really having to like find their place in society and fight for their place in society mm-hmm. because there's so many people, traditional list kind of people, trying to keep that away. And like, not even that, but just like fighting for basic. Rights. salaries and rights and everything like that like we are mirroring the 80s again so i think the fact that the 80s is so prevalent now is no no mistake at all well we're mirroring the 80s but i'm gonna say our houses are much less impressive than what the average person yeah. in the 80s got <laughs> yes. i mean that's one of those things that it's kind of showing with that too that like i think our generation it looks at as like a pipe dream is that uh, clark house <laughs> yeah i was gonna say clark griswold has this big house that he can fit three families into it and he pays for the entire thing his own or by himself you know his wife is just a housewife yeah yeah and but he can still pay for this being a middleman america kind of thing with the house that yeah. nowadays would be a multi-million dollar house yeah what is it white collar worker he is blue collar yeah he's he's, uh, he's white collar no he's white, white collar oh blue collar you actually that's work. like a plumber yeah. yeah 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 just like again like i don't He's he's just one of those vague office men. Like yeah, I don't know what the fuck he does. He, probably, he <laughs> apparently <laughs> makes like cooking Lubricant? oil. <laughs> oh. No, uh, his company makes uh, that cooking oil. Uh, but from what I can tell from the beginning of it, it seems like he it, maybe he's an architect because he was like making models of all these different buildings. And also, stuff like he has that. a whole bunch of big fruit in his office too. He has tons yeah. of big fruit in that office. Yeah, and that's like a pipe dream for uh, millennials and younger too. Is that idea of having fruit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did buy apples at Walmart recently, and it was $37. I have, like, bananas. I have to make that last the rest of the year. (laughs) It'd be funnier if it weren't true. (laughs) Yeah, I guess, yeah, because, so, like, in that way, this movie does feel quite timeless in a a lot of ways, I would say. Kind of, like, you're saying the shifting of the, like, family values. Like, the kids are clearly not as interested in a lot of the things as the as the father is i shouldn't say the parents cuz the mother just kind of there like yeah in the middle mm-hmm. of traditional and she's new. there to exist to please <laughs> the husband essentially yeah yeah um but like at the start where he's like oh we're going to get we're going to get a christmas tree yeah and the kids are just kind of whatever about it yeah yeah and then like on one hand, it makes sense because you know I don't. I also don't see the point of just like destroying trees that give us nice oxygen all the, every year. Well, they don't give us a lot of oxygen. They give us ten percent of the world's oxygen. <laughs> oh, which I, let, think... I mean, yeah, losing ten percent of oxygen would suck. But I know, yeah, yeah, the oceans, yeah, algae, algae, and all that gives yeah, us more. But yeah. like, I don't know, it just seems kind of wasteful to me to just absolutely, absolutely, yeah. it is. Yeah. That's why people use you know plastic trees which is yeah. so much better for the environment <laughs> at least you don't have to buy you a new re- plastic tree every I know, year <laughs> you can reuse it but some people like buy new trees for like that is one of those d- dumb capitalist things too is like people they feel like they need to buy a new one every single year yeah, yeah. or like you said they need to go cut one down every single year or something like that but i think that was kind of like that whole which something that me and dry did like deal with as kids too is like sometimes his dad would bring us out to like go like go out in the fields and go like explore or, like we'll go walk down to the river or something like that and he just had to like take a hike to get there and so we'd be walking for like two or three miles and just like 
I'm done walking. Like, well, we're almost there, so keep on walking, kids, kind of thing. And like, we just get bored of it eventually. Let's get this straight. He didn't take us out to the woods and to the rivers and everywhere so that we could have adventures. He went out to the woods so he could go smoke in the woods with his dog, and he would just abandon us at some point. I guess we both had different memories with that. When you guys were done, when you guys were tired enough to stop walking, we would just stop walking, play with things. He'd walk away, and he'd come back way happier and smell weird. Yes. Good old family traditions, you know. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, but he always took me and dry with him for that. Well, to be fair. Smoking is a very important thing in this movie as well. <laughs> is it? Kind of, <laughs> they for, all do. T- yeah, there's a lot of smoking. It was the 80s. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's mostly the grandpa with his stogie. Yeah. And then the the wife. She, she smokes. Yeah, yeah, she's not yeah. supposed to, though. Supposed I, don't, to. I don't know why in particular. Well, well, obviously Because her mom says not to. Metal in your lungs. Metal yeah, in your lungs. Now they knew. Do you think they knew that in 89? Well, it's vaping. I, just, I can't get that commercial out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> this is your brain on vape. Yeah, that's what, those, like that's what those ads are like now. It's just like a guy, he's like, do you know that whenever you vape, you could be smoking harmful metals? That's metal <laughs> in your lungs. And then like... <laughs> and then it ends, that's it. Like all those ads are just like, vaping ruined my life, my friendships, everything. <laughs> so dumb. So, it's, like, don't vape. But, like, it's dumb. But also, like... It's... They're a little bit dramatic. Someone's sucking dick in a back alley for their drool. <laughs> like, vaping ruined my life. Now I suck dick for drool. Those, that's what those ads are like. like... <laughs> then he goes at it, and then he, like, pulls back, and he's like... <laughs> <laughs> See, he gets the joke. Now Dry really has to think of that. He's gonna cut it. Joke. I just imagine that in the next Blade Runner, that's gonna be a huge plot point. <laughs> Blade Runner 2069. <laughs> Oh man, but um, <laughs> we're so all over the place. It's fine. It's fun. I'm having fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is like all about you know. If you watch any of these National Lampoons, they kind of have similar things where it's like, oh shit, everything goes wrong, yeah. and the dad can't accept that maybe he's not doing a very good job, so he double downs on everything. I mean, it's very dad like to be like you're trying so hard and just keeps failing. Like that's what being a dad in 80s media yeah, I, I think it was say, I feel just like, like my dad would be like well, well we like tried alright societal <laughs> expectations of what a father should be in the traditional sense like Actually, yeah. yeah it was and I think it was like kind of that machoism of the 80s too just like oh yeah. like he's always right he knows what he's doing just let him do his thing right. and he didn't know what he was doing he just had the facade yeah. that mean, he knew is, what he was doing it is quite fun seeing like something from 89 poking at that facade though like yeah, yeah. especially like what when was like all the arnold schwarzenegger movies like 80s yeah yep, like, 80s and so, 90s. Like, right at the same time yeah and then here's this like doing that even like when he's with his dad and he's like man like how did you do it dad jack daniels <laughs> yeah like his dad <laughs> didn't know what he was doing either he just managed to kind of s- stumble his way through a lot of it and yeah. like i mean that's a part of like living ultimately it is yeah like yeah. nothing ever will truly go your way you can think you got a handle on anything and it just but you never do yeah. you never do <laughs> so like you know it's 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 life this is a movie about life in a very extreme way very <laughs> yeah actually yeah. <laughs> absurdist cartoonish yeah. way yeah uh, that's <sighs> this movie is really hard to like talk it's about hard because like it is just a bunch of jokes and Pratt falls yeah. and yeah. stuff like that. But, like, it is early National Lampoons, and early National Lampoons actually was lampooning what it was to be, like, an American at the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, there's so many like I love the when they're about they're supposed to say grace and they start doing the pledge of allegiance. <laughs> yeah, and, and they're the just like all just goes yeah, they're all it. yeah, they all go with it. Yeah, <laughs> it's all, yeah, like there's a lot of fun stuff like that where it is really like it's absurd, but like that's also kind of a thing of like that's kind of how we treat the elderly and like dealt with deal with dementia is we just kind of have to go along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this the '80s was such a weird time for any kind of mental health stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because the 70s was awful about it, and all of those host, quote-unquote hospitals that existed that were shut down in the 70s and 80s were finally like getting shut down. Yeah, and because so, they were getting exposed for being awful. Yeah, it turns out... experimental treatments. It turns out we were just arresting people for having mental illnesses yeah. that or we could just, just help Or just for, like, uh, ADHD or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, a lot of those or asylums having your for, period. A lot of those asylums are meant to, like, treat for people for mental disorders and stuff like that. It was almost like a place to put your embarrassing aunt. But a lot yeah. of those places were also, like, they put the sick, too. Like, actual physically. Like, yeah. I mean, it was, like, awful places. Earlier, yeah. Don't let anyone convince you that America was better back then. Yeah, it was never better. They were probably a middle-class white person if they do. Yeah. yeah. Anybody who says... It was better at this time. Was probably a white guy. Yeah, it was <laughs> probably be a straight white guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so there's a yeah. It's it is really like the kind of uh, subversion of the idealistic American dream, as a lot of these are. Yeah, and like I commend it for doing it back here. I I I I wonder how receptive audiences were to it back then. 50-50-ish. Yeah. It wasn't loved, but it wasn't hated. Christmas Vacation is one of those ones that turned out to be more of a cult classic than it was a beloved film at the time. Yeah. Because I'm going to say, I feel I feel like for a while, audiences weren't very receptive to this kind of, like, piss take on life. Yeah. And, and to a huge extent, the first Lampoon, National Lampoon's Vacation, was also that much, was that as well. Like, it was yeah. just like, everybody has this idea of what this classic vacation is supposed to be, and, like, they never fucking go that way. Yeah, but everybody has these dreamy memories of them because you don't want to remember all the shitty stuff. Like that—that's what the first vacation yeah. was. It was like all the shitty parts of the vacation that you never talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is like all the shitty parts of Christmas that like all the other Christmas movies never bring up. Right. That's why this is fun. Yeah, it's everything goes wrong. The turkey explodes. Like all it's ev- so dry that dust comes yeah. out. The turkey <laughs> scene reminds me of the the the, the hen scene, the Cornish hen scene in. Eraser head, <laughs> which I don't know. I was actually almost going to say the autopsy scene in the thing, but I, that's what it reminds me of is the thing because yeah. <laughs> it's like pulsating. No, because oh. it like bursts open and oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Like there's cobwebs inside of it because the way they had it break apart yeah. and everything. I don't. Yeah, and they're just like slowly chewing. Oh yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> great. Uh, it, that's it's hard to talk about some of these movies because it is just like especially this this is just joke after joke after joke and yeah. they don't all land they take. don't they, they don't really like it is it's either like some kind of gag like they're saying something about each other to another person and like a lot of clark griswold just like kind of making some off-colored humor jokes like i'm gonna kill that person yeah and then like between that and like some visual gags mostly kind of like almost resorting to cartoon physics yeah which yes. i'm fine with literally resorting to it yeah. <laughs> i mean like one of the best scenes, in my opinion, is the sled scene. Yeah, where, where like they go out <laughs> to like, yeah, sled. Yeah, this company made this cool new lubric- or lubricating oil. Yeah, makes it the like slickest, five hundred times slicker than any other cooking oil on the market. But I also like, why would you want that? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, so you can make pancakes and you can't even flip it because it's just like. <laughs> yeah, 
doesn't even stay on the pan. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it just like pulsates the whole time. You're like, oh my god! Don't even have to turn your oven on. It's gonna pulsate so fast it'll cook itself. You put bacon on it, and the grease goes flying immediately. <laughs> but yeah, he like greases up the bottom of his hubcap. Apparently, sleds were just a circle of metal back then. Yep. Actually, I can see it because they're just a circle of plastic now. So. Yeah. So like he puts it on, and like I, you know, being used to subversion. Yes, being like someone watches The Simpsons a lot, obviously. Uh, (laughs) I'm like, okay, so the joke is that he uses the super slick oil and it actually does the opposite and it sticks to anything. And then he just blasts off immediately (laughs) as he touches the hill. Does exactly what it says. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Turns into literally a rocket going down the hill. It is so insane (laughs) that it's just amazing. Like, I'm going to say, you. Kinda don't get jokes like that in a lot of newer movies. You absolutely do not get jokes like that yeah. in newer movies. Like, this is gonna be weird to say, and I know you're gonna roll your eyes at this E. Getting the most modern silly movie that I have seen in a very long time for like silly modern comedy is the newest Thor movie. I don't feel like I don't see why I need to roll my eyes at that one. It's because you hate Marvel or whatever. I don't hate Marvel. I just think they're kind of weak, and I think there's too many. <laughs> I think you really like the newest one because it's just super, 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 super silly. Maybe, but like, I'm not huge on Thor still, though. Like, uh, yeah, it's just Taika Waititi comedy. Yeah. So if you like weird Kiwi comedy, then that's your thing. Um, anyway, yeah, uh, great. <laughs> but yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. I think. You know, I grew up in 2000, and I feel like that was still when a lot of cartoons were very, like, slapstick-focused. A lot of sitcoms that were on Nick and Disney and, unfortunately, Cartoon Network for a little bit. <laughs> um, like, I, I think maybe it's just, like, I grew up on a lot of that kind of humor, so it resonates with me a lot more than, like, maybe someone who grew up uh, a little before or a little after me. Right. Like, you grew up a little before me, I guess, but... Yeah. Um. So, like, it's hard to say how much is, like... These are just like really clever jokes, and how much is like I just really like slapstick, and I'm I was really glad to see slapstick again, and for the first time in a long time. I think a lot of these are really really fun jokes. Um, it's very different than what was happening in the late '80s for yeah. most media. Either everything was trying to be super super deadly serious, or it was going in the complete opposite direction of just like this isn't even real comedy mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it was like this is a very weird middle ground. For yeah. what was happening in the late eighties, I would say. Yeah, I mean, like, I think it's one of those things. All all things really go in cycles in yeah. regards to like movies. Kind of, I feel like we're we were in like the very gritty, serious types of movies, and I think we're starting to get into that middle ground again. Yeah, we are. We are. Um, I am excited to see the next huge comedy voice come out and do another Mel Brooks. I'm ready for another Mel Brooks to happen. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't just know if we're ready, crossed. man. I don't know if we're ready. I Maybe think, we are. I think if any point in society is ready, it's right now. Right now. <laughs> I think the issue is just, like, getting that off the ground. Because, like, I think just Hollywood in general is a lot more risk-averse than it ever has been. Absolutely. Especially after mm-hmm. Disney's Marvel fucking s- sold enough money to fund a jet to the moon. Yeah, that's the <laughs> problem, is if you're if you're trying to do something, you got to get one of the big companies to support you. Mm-hmm. And they all just want to be making Marvel Endgame money right now, so... That's the real problem with Hollywood these... In, yeah. Back in my day... <laughs> Capitalism's a death of art, as I say. Monday, 1230. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, so, uh... Lots of good slapsticks. Some, like, just barely a joke. So there's, like, one when they're trying to light up the house and it's not lighting. And he's... The, like... 
in-law grandpa's like oh you know it's it's supposed to work just like a washing machine or something like that. Yeah, I don't like, actually. I don't even understand I that joke. I don't know what the joke. My only guess is I think it's supposed to be sexist. I don't know because like, it's like or my or like technology thing. Or like I yeah, things know. are supposed to work. Yeah, but like know, it's just barely a joke. I don't even understand it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that, maybe we're not old maybe, enough. Yeah, maybe eighties <laughs> washing machines are just prone to breaking all the time maybe i have no idea man besides the only thing i can think of other than that is like i know like a lot of those old lights were um were wired in series and so like yeah. if there was if the light towards the beginning uh burnt out everything past it burnt out yeah that yeah. was definitely a thing and so like i know that's one thing he was saying is like oh i'll try to find the light bulb that's burnt out because like that one burnt out light bulb is going to burn out the rest of them kind of thing and i know that was part of it but yeah the washing machine maybe it just was a joke of its time Maybe no. I'm, maybe there was a weird controversy with washing machines. <laughs> I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say like maybe it's just sexist. There is like one per or uh, one out of ten jokes are just kind of bad. Eight out of ten are pretty funny, and like the last one out of ten is gold in this movie. Yeah, most of the movie is like, huh, that's pretty good, and yeah. then there's like parts where you're like, holy shit, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> so like, but I mean, if you're a comedy. As long as you make people remember the funniest parts, that's all that really matters. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and so, it fits in enough of like relatable Christmas antics to be yeah. like, I can watch this every year. It's not like Fat Man, where like I want to say you should only watch it after Christmas because of like how f- like anti Christmas it can get. Yeah, this is anti Christmas in the way of like some of the stuff around Christmas sucks, but Christmas is still a joy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like you you can watch this during the season. You actually don't get to see Christmas in this movie either. No, ends on Christmas Eve. <laughs> well, you know maybe it ticks over. Who knows? <laughs> no, who knows? But yeah, um, let's. As, oh, I was gonna say, as far as I'm concerned, that police chief just beat everybody with the rubber hose after the credits started rolling. <laughs> That's no, they all were like. <laughs> they were all singing the Star Spangled yeah. <laughs> Listen, the cops got into riot gear. They're beating somebody with a rubber hose. Oh, man. I didn't get in this with a bunch of other naked, sweaty men for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get into final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, we're going to start with Robbie. Hey, it's me again. So, I think this does kind of, ed- like I said earlier, edges out from the first one. It is funny. It is still very much just 80s are there are some 80 ass 80s moments in that this like it still has like the whole like oh well i'm just getting trying to get my christmas bonus because i'm a middle range man or middle range middle range middle range man i'm on my home on the range (laughs) where the middle range is totally not middle class is what i meant to say uh middle class man just hoping to get my bonus from my uh from my career i'm like oh bonus isn't coming oh i'm getting my bonus anyways because i yelled at my boss everybody gets a merry christmas now yeah the, <laughs> like so, it, that is it's very 80s to the just american have like dream yeah the american dream it is like an 80s ass ending to this movie i think the real moral of the story is workers unite and overthrow your oppressors unionize. in order to get what's rightfully yours <laughs> unionize that's right <laughs> this is a this is an anti-work union kind of movie <laughs> But yeah, it still has like those cheesy '80s moments, but it also has like you know the slapstick. That slapstick is pretty fun. Uh, is it's fun in the movie and it's funny to watch. Uh, it does have some jokes that are just kind of eh at best. It also has like a, some small like ant jokes that kind of make the bigger jokes funnier. Like a good example, like you're saying, like the whole washing machine doesn't make sense, and then like him trying to figure out the light still, and then like 
turns out it's like that one light yeah. switch that has everything attached to it that just isn't turned on is what's I mean, like okay that's still a little bit funny and then like they like everybody else's lights in town starts dimming down because of it so they have to turn on the nuclear auxiliary <laughs> at the plant like just some hand is like oh we're overdoing it again click yeah <laughs> i think that's what yeah. made that joke work like it's like a bunch of jokes that like didn't work to one that really popped off yeah mm-hmm. and i think and so like there are a lot of moments like that but like it's sometimes it's that built like it has a very good range of comedy for like the better and the worse of that too so like i wouldn't say it's like a perfect christmas movie or anything like that it still has problems but all in all it's still pretty funny so it edges out and so since i gave vacation a seven i'll give it a 7.5 <laughs> okay <laughs> uh let's go with sam okay yeah it's it was honestly pretty entertaining um is that as good as you remember i mean i don't remember it being i don't remember like it being. i mean i don't remember it <laughs> I, re- I remember watching it and like a lot sam just blacked out the last two hours <laughs> yeah just you just like looking at her brain like <laughs> no it was enjoyable honestly um yeah don't know if i'll watch it again soon but <laughs> you're not gonna watch it again in august no i know Christmas okay. in August. Well, well, <laughs> well, that would just be silly. Yeah, that would be ridiculous. Would I think a lot of the jokes are still pretty funny, even though, like, like I said, you don't really, you don't see that kind of humor. And I think Chevy Chase is kind of a <laughs> sort of a unique. Character. He is. He's a fucking douchebag, but he yeah. knows comedy. Yeah, he has a certain way, I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, enjoyable. Um, good Christmassy movie. I would give it like a seven. Okay, 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 okay. E. Hello. What are you? What are you? What are you this is this is a pretty dang good Christmas movie. I don't know if I'm. I I am more of a Christmas special guy than a Christmas movie <laughs> kind of guy. And by that I mean I really like watching Ed and Eddie's Jingle Jingle Jangle uh, how, illegally now because you can't watch illegally. How many jingles are there? This one, there's one for and each that's a jangle. time. Yeah, it's a Jingle Jingle Jangle. Oh, so it's Jingle Jangle Jingle Jangle actually then. What? Because Pell goes jingle jangle, doesn't go jingle 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 jingle. Well, like jingle. it's like the the first jingle is the adjective, and then the jingle jangle is actually uh, a noun. <laughs> actually, you can't use jingle is the thing that you used. <laughs> uh, all this to say, yeah, this was good. Um, I I wouldn't say it gets me in like the Christmas mood, but like I would definitely say it's like a good one to like kind of have in the background during Christmas. Like if you if you have some family over, you can throw this on the back of the TV, and it would be pretty pretty good choice. Uh, when I don't know, it's not one I think everyone would like get around to watch, but like I think it's one that people are kind of like passively when they're kind of walking through the thing, just like ah ha ha, and then like go to get the eggnog. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's it's perfect for Christmas because it is one of those movies where like you can stop at any moment, see a bit, be like okay, pretty good, and then walk away and be fine. Yeah, yeah. So like, in that it perfectly does what it wants to do, and I think especially two years in the future where I can kind of barely remember a lot of the stuff from <laughs> the first mo- the first vacation. Yeah. I think this one is executed really well, and I imagine I'll probably remember at least a sled scene. Okay. okay. Sled, maybe the, uh, the ice school scene that has, like, cartoons. That was so straight. fucking insane. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe how that one cigar that ashes onto a tree just burns the entire thing down in an instant. It's really good. Blows yeah. it up. Honestly. Um. Yeah, this was like uh this was very enjoyable. 
I'm going to retroactively give the first one a six and give this one a seven. <laughs> I'm allowed to do that. Oh, no, that. we're retconning. Yep. We're re- we're, tune in for our 200th episode where we re-listen to every single episode oh, and man. tell us and say if we agree with the rating we gave it. <laughs> and then we rank them. Yeah. It's actually a tier list. Yeah. <laughs> going to be the internet exclusively on our lists. Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, for me, yeah, it is better than the first one. I think the first one has more to say about the American experience as it comes to being American and out for the time. But I just think this one's funnier. Like, as a comedy yeah. movie, this is just more laugh-out-loud hilarious to me. Um, I would give it an 8. I don't think it's the most amazing thing ever, but it's better than the first Vacation movie. That's and fair. it's certainly better than European Vacation or Las Vegas Vacation. <laughs> uh, so does the superior Vacation, if you will. I th- I think this is the best vacation movie. Yes, okay. I would say that. Where they don't even vacation. They don't need. Well, he gets some days off. Yeah, yeah it's a stay at home vacation. His family vacations to him. Staycation. Yeah, staycation. That's what they should have called it. Uh, National Lampoon's Tom Christmas Clancy's staycation. Christmas staycation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, E. Yo, if people want to get a hold of us, where can they do that? We got a link tree. L i n k t r dot e e slash l o y p gives you a link to all our socials and all the places you can listen to us. Which is uh, <laughs> what is it now? What? What's what? I wasn't listening. We're, we're <laughs> cast. Our thing, all the yeah. places you can cast. Uh, we are hosted on a cast, but you can listen everywhere you used to. We're mm-hmm. still there. Yeah, uh, and if you want, you can watch us play video games on our <sighs> Twitch, which is also in the link tree. That you can find all of that uh, every Saturday. We all, me, Dry, and Robbie, and sometimes Sam will be here for playing video games. And on the Wednesday, it's usually just me and Dariah. Sometimes yeah. Sam. Sam's a, sometimes all the time on our yeah. Twitch. <laughs> and uh, yeah, on Wednesday, Dry abandoned Outer Wilds. He hates that video game. He said he's going to burn every copy. I may play it on my own time. I may end up hating it. I don't know what's going to happen. But we st- I, I've started playing Death's Door on Wednesdays. Yeah. So. And uh, Saturdays, uh, we're finishing our Platform Fighter extravaganza today. By the time you've listened to this, it's already happened. Yeah. That check will, out our archive. Yeah, check out the archive for that. And then I don't know what we're doing after that. It's going to be weird for a little bit. Yeah, it's going to be weird for a little bit. It'll be uh, the one coming up this Saturday from when this airs is going to be just uh, Jariah and Robbie and maybe Sam. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I won't be there. Uh, so you can cry about it. Um <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, you know, tune in. Like, uh, we do weird stuff. We make dumb jokes. We played Undertale in Metaton had chilled voice. And it was like, number 15. <laughs> it, was it was fantastic. Amazing in the worst way. Uh, but yeah. I almost threw out my voice doing Undyne. Yeah, that was great. Oh, <laughs> uh, man. So, yeah, you can look forward to that. Episodes come out every Thursday at 8.30 Mountain Standard Time. 7.45 Mountain Standard Time. 7.59 Mountain Standard Time. That's close enough. You can see <laughs> Check it the when you know it. Uh, and yeah, if you need to know when episodes drop, our Twitter and our Instagram usually tell you that. That's also a really good place to know when we're streaming, too. Yes. Twitter and Instagram are the two places. If you want to, If you don't want to just follow us there, you can know we're streaming by following those places. Yeah, and we have an email. 
Yeah. The last ones in podcast at gmail.com. The last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Send us your Christmas trees. I'll take Christmas I know trees. you guys have them up already. It's, it's, Christmas, it's Christmas in Christ- July. It's Christmas in July. Christmas Why in July. wouldn't you have your Christmas yeah. tree? Obviously. Yeah. Idiot. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, also, as you may guess, this is the last Christmas in July. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah. Going out on, uh, yeah. Going out on Christmas cartoon physics. Yeah. Um. So yeah, tune in to the episodes. They're gonna be just random movies that we want to do again. There may be a special thing that I bring. Oh, oh, it's gonna be weird for the next three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah. So that will be that. And hey, Robbie. Yo. Hey. Get us out of here. So, if you're out about. Make sure to be kind to one another. Make sure to be safe. Merry Christmas in July. <laughs> and whether this is the first time you listen to us or you've been listening since the very beginning, thank you for listening. Thank you so, so much, everybody, for listening. Thank you, E. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. Mm-hmm. And thank you, Sam. No. For well, <laughs> Rude. <laughs> she's, she's just giving him double birds right now. <laughs> Wait. The elusive triple bird? Oh my god! <laughs> Even more impressive for her. Um, <laughs> Uh, thank you everybody out there have a great week Uh, we'll be back next week with a weirder one so uh, stay tuned for that talk to you later bye Bye. it's no longer Christmas in July